Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 35. My name is Josh Canal. To my left, Mr. Ross McQueen. Hey, hey. And to my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. That makes us middle-aged. Oh, really? Mm. Really? Mm. Middle-aged? It's 35, the cut-off, the start, I guess, not the cut-off, the start of middle age. Well, yeah, historically, 35 was always it. Although people are, you know, going on about freaking Paul McCartney being middle-aged. He's an old man. Get over it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Paul Newman's still middle-aged. <laughs> uh, does that mean that in uh, five episodes' time we're going to have our midlife crises? No, life will begin. Okay. Well, that's all right. That's right. <laughs> Stay tuned for another five weeks when Box Cutters finally kicks off. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a big show. Sorry, you, that's, that's your, your job. B- big show today. Big show today. Yeah? Yep. All and right. I'd, I'd just like to say a special... Hello to the extended box cutter family out there, and just let you know we can feel the love here in the studio. Oh yeah, it's it's more an emotional thing than a physical thing. The, <laughs> the way you said, "Oh yeah," it, it felt like they actually had a grip on you. But if you if you tune to the uh, video podcast, then you'll actually see the love in the room. That's true. <laughs> That's Is true. No video. Po- I went to boxcutters.net slash vlog. Yes, it's nothing there. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Just an abruptly all media era site. Well, that's okay. I'll try it again this week, but I'm sure there's no video. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can fix that up for you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Maybe it's just because I'm using Firefox, and uh, and Firefox. Firefox is, is our preferred browser. Yeah, it's, it's definitely mine. <laughs> but we're not talking about that sort of stuff. <laughs> what we are talking about on box cutters is television and TV. Mm-hmm. Both of those things. <laughs> a distinction between the two. Both those topics. Uh, where how about how about an audio visual broadcast medium as well? Can we chuck some of that in? Uh, sure. Okay. Sure. Just a little bit though. And are we going to classify each segment? Yeah, we'll 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 split it up into small categories. Okay. So that's a great instance, idea. For instance, today we're uh, we're going to be speaking to Jess McGuire about Big Brother TV. Right. We're uh, we're going to. Uh, do uh, things you may have missed because you might not have seen them on Free to Wear. They may have appeared, they may not have appeared. Chances are they've appeared on Foxtel, but you might also have seen them on DVD. With what's the what's the special De- show? Deadwood? Deadwood. Ah, be television. About. Yes, yes, that falls into television. Mm-hmm. This one, I don't know what it falls into. Letters to box cutters. What are the letters about? Uh, mostly about uh, certain shows and uh, and people who appear on television. Mm. There was a couple of letters complaining about the video podcast from last week. Right. So apologies to those people. We've got Ross a lot more clothes this week. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, bit of talk about Love My Way. And Ross, you've got some bits and pieces. Bits and pieces. I love your bits and pieces. Yeah. I have no idea what they entail. It's a surprise every time. I dig Ross's bits. I'm not sure about the pieces. <laughs> it's kind of like news, but they just don't fit into news. They just don't fit in. And uh, if we get a chance, I'm going to be uh, talking about the Mundine Green fight from last Wednesday. Which has been breaking out on streets all over the nation today. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Last night. So mm. we'll, uh, we'll talk about that a lot more later on in Box Cutters. But as we do every week, we're going to kick it off with the news. Huge news coming out of LA this week. 
where LA are having their annual screening where they screen all the upcoming shows and pilots for the next year and all the media buyers from around the world descend on Los Angeles to try and decide... Like, like locusts. Like locusts, to try and decide what show is best for them to buy. And the most striking thing to come out of it so far is a huge deal between 20th Century Fox television distribution and Channel 10 and Foxtel. I am so excited about this deal. Yeah, it, it, it's very exciting. Essentially, the deal means that... Channel 10 and Foxtel combined are going to have their pick of 20th century television shows. And they're going to, they're going to pick it kind of like a, a schoolyard sports game. Yeah. As in, they're the two captains and they'll go, I'll have you, and then it'll be the other person's pick. And the fat kick gets uh, picked last. Yep, that's and, true. And which, which I'm guessing is Everybody Hates Chris. Is that yeah. on? Is that on? No, uh, that was, I think that was UPN. Oh, was it? Uh, <laughs> the, uh, and the, 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 Another great thing about it is that uh, whichever whichever network chooses it first, uh, the other network will be allowed to show it at a later date. Yes. Yep. But the most exciting thing about this bit of news is day and date broadcasting, which means that the day and date that these shows air in the States, they will be airing in Australia. No, they'll be able to be. Sorry, they'll be able to be aired in Australia. This is, I mean, this really? is. Really? Yep. And this is fantastic news, particularly I'd be interested to see whether Channel 10 does it. Uh, I think they might still hold on with a lot of their shows, but it's fantastic news for Foxtel. And I think Foxtel will make full use of it and show things straight away and get, rightly, get a lot more subscriptions because of this. So what, are we, what, what shows are we talking about on the Fox network that... That could... That could well, this yeah. would be uh, stuff that comes out of 20th Century Fox television distribution... Uh, which would be everything that's on Simpsons uh, on Fox, which would be your Simpsons uh, and f- any Futurama that they ever make ever again. <laughs> well, in the past, uh, 20th Century Fox has made such shows as X Files, Ellie McBeal, The Simpsons, NYPD Blue, Twenty Four, Prison Break, and Futurama. The fact that this is a uh, this must be a channel Prison- is Prison Break Fox. Uh, yeah, Prison Break is Fox. Really? And 24, okay. and 24 is also Fox. And uh, that's why I mentioned them both then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, interestingly, that must have been a Channel 10 press relief because they mentioned Futurama. And uh, I can't imagine that Fox would have it, want to have anything to do with Futurama given, and, given how they treated it when it was on air. No, although, well, although look Fox, at how Channel 10 are treating it. Big Brother comes on and it's all forgotten about. Yeah, that's, although, that's true. Although Foxtel still, still air it regularly. And, yep. uh so, you know, maybe if there's any new feature, maybe Foxtel will have, have its go at that. Yep. Uh, there's also another network. I think Fox have a cable network in the, or a cable channel in the US called FX, which is where The Shield uh, oh, aired, okay. yep. and mm-hmm. also a new show called Thief, mm-hmm. uh, which was uh, a short six-episode season but was quite popular. So that's kind of... Is, is that like an HBO or a Showtime? Uh, well, they do have ads. Radio. Okay. They do have ads, but this is... Uh, uh, because it's on cable, they can have it a little bit more risque. Mm-hmm. They can say shit. Yes. Uh, which they do a lot on The Shield. Mm-hmm. They do a little bit in Thief. So uh, they're obviously working to come up with some great stuff on that channel as well. Yep. And uh, I'm guessing that will be part of that deal yep. also. So this is fantastic news for two reasons. One, they may... Uh, why? Sorry, why is this deal different from other, from other deals? Why in the past... Have have networks not been able to show things day and date? 
because of because of the different di- different distribution deals. A lot of the time, uh, much like with films, uh, they think, well, this country should see it first and help build the hype. Yep. Uh, that's the way it is a, a well, lot of times. It's slightly uh, different with film because you're talking about having to have that many prints again. Well, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. other thing with uh, the other thing with television is uh, because there are so many stations and so many opportunities to test how a show's going to go. A lot of stations here choose not to to take that up, uh, or will get a cheaper deal, mm-hmm. so that they don't have to show it straight away. Yep. In case it all falls over. For example, Invasion which Channel 9 apparently aren't going to screen since it's not going to make it into a second series. Right. Hmm. Right. Doesn't matter if it was good or bad. No, doesn't matter at all. And doesn't matter that they're advertising at the start of the year as coming soon. Which is also what happened with Firefly Mm. on Channel 7. Mm. Uh, Mm. Yeah. So so this is fantastic news because, yeah, it will... It will be up-to-date television, which is which is very, very exciting. There won't be the big lag that we've complained about many times here on Box Cutters. And also uh, the fact that it won't be exclusively Foxtel or Channel 10. Foxtel will show a series and then it will go on to Channel 10. So uh, conceivably Foxtel could show it straight away, uh, you know, starting in, I think the, the fall season starts over there in October. They could show it straight away. By the regular screening time here in Australia, which is sort of February, they might be able to start showing it on Channel 10. Is that is that right? Well, kind of, except that the series is most likely still going to be going. So it'll have to be full series, will it? it I, I'm guessing it would have to be full series. They couldn't start showing it partway through. Okay. Uh, well, but we- the, the thing is that by mid-season in Australia, all the series are, are finished in the States. So, you know, that's an advantage there. But also, mm-hmm. it's going to be screwed up by some non ratings period. Here? Yeah. Well, I think that that matters a lot more so, to Channel 10 than it does to Foxtel. I, I don't think Foxtel will care about some non ratings. I think they'll care about getting the subscriptions in. Case in mm-hmm. point, Not launching that, Entourage on the 1st of January. Yeah. They don't care. Not that I'm uh, going to be subscribing to Foxtel anytime soon. And, you know, Josh is just about to jump off and... Um, well, I don't know if they keep coming up with better and better deals, like like they've been doing. If they keep, and if we get paid to do box cutters, so it can be so it can be a tax, tax deduction, deduction, sure. <laughs> but the uh, the thing is, if if they keep progressing in the way they have in the last year, which is or, or the last say eighteen months, which is a way that they had not progressed in the eight and a half years previous, uh, then they they are going to finally turn into. Uh, a cable system that is worth subscribing to. Mm. That's that's the hope for Foxtel. Let's talk more about all that stuff later on. Okay. Uh, but talking about uh, about lags between the states and Australia. Yep. Oh yeah, uh, Survivor has finished in the states apparently. Already, already. But we were supposed to catch up. We were supposed to catch up. This is what shits me about Channel Nine at the moment. Either show Survivor late. Or show it on time, but don't show it late and say, don't worry, don't worry, we're going to catch up, we're going to catch up, it's fine, it's fine, when you have no intention of actually catching up. We were talking a few weeks ago uh, about whether they should have played the additional episode, the kind of what you've missed if you're just tuning in now episode, and and clearly at that point they would have known that they were going to not 
not catch up, but they're still saying, oh, don't worry, don't worry, we, we, we are going to catch it up. So, it, so it's finished, and, and when we're recording this, there are still six... Seven. Seven contestants left in Survivor. Seven contestants left. So the, the final should have gone to air, went to air Monday afternoon, our time, and should have gone to air Monday evening. So if you're happening to be browsing the internet... Great. Looking up TV stuff. Try and avoid the... Look away. Uh, yes, look away. Speaking of uh, Survivor, I'm just going to hijack yes, the whole news sure. se- The whole s- news segment. I'll just uh, sit back. Richard Hatch has been sentenced to jail for three and a half years. Four years and three months. Four years and three months. What? I had that round the wrong way. Four years and three months. What a tool. <laughs> what a tool. This is, of course, for not... Uh, not claiming the tax yeah. on the $1 million prize. Mm-hmm. Two, for, two years in a row. Two well, years in a row. Additional to that, uh, he, he also evaded taxes on $327,000 he earned as co-host on a Boston radio show and another twenty eight grand in rent on property he owned. Mm. So it's his, theory, his whole theory was, I don't wear clothes, therefore I don't need to pay my tax. It's... Is that the idea? Well, his excuse about the Survivor winnings was he expected the producers would be taking care of that. And then it was just forgetfulness about giving his accountant uh, the details. Look, say what you will about Richard Hatch. He defined Survivor. Yes. Without him, the show would not be what it is. The show and it would be completely lasted. different. He coined the term alliance. Nobody else would have possibly come up with the term alliance. Maybe well, they would have said partnership. Or team. Team. Or hooking up. Yep, exactly. It was, it was the obvious. Loving term. It, it, it's easy to say that now. In retrospect, would you have come up with a breakfast? doesn't Crawford? make him a genius. Yes, definitely. <laughs> he's not... <laughs> he, we never he, said he's he a genius. On, he went on to Survivor. Well, yeah. Nothing special then. No, he went on to Survivor and he said, I can win this. All I need is four people and we can go the whole way. They were they even with the merge in the first series, they were dramatically outnumbered as I recall, but because they were all voting together as a block and because the young person tribe was just kind of hanging around just not knowing what they're doing, walking around like chickens with their heads cut off. Being the slackers that they were. Exactly. He he defined the game yeah, and, and And the block voting changed changed the way Survivor was. Yeah, I mean and every yeah. every Survivor player since has used that. Or well, has well. tried to use that. It, to, to the to the ridiculous point where they're not even start of the game, they're just on the boat, and somebody says, "Hey, we should be we should be in alliance," which is what happened with uh, with Survivor Pearl Island, obviously, and the people in the alliance, not Pearl Island, uh, Exile Island, yep, and the people in the alliance together can't stand each other, but they stick together. So that's in this current season. Yes, yes, did it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they can't. They that's, absolutely cannot stand each other, but they stick together. Because they know that any kind of split... So you're talking about the group that Shane's in? Yes. I'm sure that was after they were on the island. Ah, well, close enough to before they were on the island. You know what I mean. I reckon that was was after they'd merged from the oldies and youngies and girls and boys. No, it was actually... It was part of the first merge of into two teams. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Well, that was two or three weeks in. Uh, You know what expression i hate from survivor and that it, it kind of it gets on all reality game shows under the radar uh you know you know where it's worst yeah on uh on big brother yeah i know because people know. are using it and they don't know what it means no and they have no idea and and anybody that's quiet or doesn't say oh, under the radar 
Yeah. Oh, they're under the radar. Uh, speaking of uh, Richard Hatch's influence, I mean, he's influencing shows like Big Brother. You, you have people on Big Brother trying to align. You have people on uh, and it's it's pretty harder, much any reality it was show. The, it's it, harder it on happens. Big Brother. Big Brother claims to be an anthropom an anthropological study. It happens in real in the real world. So why wouldn't it happen in game shows? Well, the thing the thing that's interesting in Big Brother is that. Uh, you're not actually allowed to talk about nominations. No. So it's it's much more difficult for them to form alliances. But uh, we did have a couple of weeks ago the girls trying to get together a girl voting block. Yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we we do see interesting things. Uh, speaking about Survivor, can I just can I can I can I make no. a call? No. Yep. Go. Make a call. Let's hear it. Or, or ask a question. Hurry. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure the Channel Nine. I think. I think they're losing interest in Survivor, and I'm not sure they'll go another season. I, I'm not sure Survivor itself will go another season. Apparently, the ratings aren't that crash hot in the states, or haven't been for this series. W- would that be such a pity? Do you think? No, we've really seen everything Survivor. Well, has this one's to offer. pretty dull. It is. It is. If pretty they dull. keep going back to Panama, yeah. no one cares. What we want from Survivor are different personal risks, and actually. On should- Exile Island, there are no personal risks. At least uh, in the last series, they had the uh, the alligators yep. or crocodiles. Yep. Uh, in in this season, there's there's nothing except for a lot of rain. It, it's always pretty dull when one team has the numbers at the merge, which one team always kind of does have to have the numbers at the merge. So, and and this this time, Survivor particularly, they're they're trying to you know beat it up in the in the previews for you know the next weeks. Next week's show, they're saying, oh, this happens, that happens, but it never does. I reckon they should have next season in Waterworld. <laughs> Just Ooh. everybody on boats and a great big waterborne fortress and people with gills. Speaking oh, of Survivor, get, get under, some genetic modifying. Survivor is on Channel 9. It'd be hard to go under the radar then. Channel 9 is... Yeah, <laughs> be you under the water. <laughs> Just be below periscope level. <laughs> Uh, nine is still the one as far as revenue goes okay. in Australia. Uh, it uh, This week, the Broadcasting Financial Results Report, which is released by the Australian Communications and Media Authority, also known as ACMA. I don't know. I just made that up. I don't think it is known as ACMA. <laughs> it is. ACMA. Yeah, but not ACMA. No one no. calls it ACMA. No. It's somebody it's, would, other than you. Uh, really? Yeah. If you are that person, email us. Hooray at boxcutters.net. Uh, yeah, the, uh, the, the nine networks, just if you're that person, if you're not, still email us, but not about that. Uh, the, all three free-to-air networks generated total revenues of $4 billion for the 2004-2005 year, with Channel 9, or the nine network, accounting for $913.8 million for the year. So, kids, the business is television. Mm, mm. Or banking, but you know, or tele- casinos. But television's more which fun. Which the owner of, of Channel Nine wants to get into. Yes, isn't but, particularly interested. But that's in not TV. PBL's earnings. That's Channel Nine's earnings. PBL's earnings were only nine hundred and thirteen million. People would be quite upset, I think. Mm. But I, I think that's interesting. So, at that stage, they were still the one for revenue. Be interesting to see how that changes uh, in the two thousand and five, two thousand and six calendar year, where. Uh, they had they lost a CEO. They gained a CEO. Uh, he's a tool, and <laughs> uh, 
and, and they're playing around with different revenue models. I think that's it's going to be interesting to see. So uh, mm. tune into Box Cutters in exactly a year, and we'll tell you that news. Speaking of <laughs> Channel 9, <laughs> Catch Up TV is here. Channel 9 has beaten its rival Channel 7 to become the first Australian TV network to offer programs to download from the internet immediately after they've gone to air. Really? Apparently last night's, or last night... Wednesday night. Wednesday Wednesday night's episode of McLeod's Daughters was free to download from 9MSN, but subsequent episodes will cost $1.95. Too much for McLeod's Daughters. Which they say (laughs) is the price for paying... uh, to have it with all the ads stripped out. Yep, exactly. So, Ma- so essentially, yeah, TV's well, a, a TV show like McLeod's Daughters is worth two dollars per view. You know what? Saying. Why why not just leave the ads in and let everybody do it for free? Yeah, that's an interesting well, that's, point. That's what they're doing. In, that's what uh, what is it? ABC are doing in the states. Okay, uh, how's that going for them? I don't know. It's a three month trial, so we'll know at the uh, end of the season. Channel 9 are also in in, uh, uh, discussions about uh, providing the same service for uh, shows out of the US, such as Cold Case. Yep. Um, Yep. So that that may happen finally for Australian internet uh, And they've coined the term catch-up TV. It's a great great term. It works. It should be CUTV. Although I, I believe that we had that, that term first, talking about scrubs and, and how they have like just one CSA ad per ad break. And ah, so they show a half hour that's program true. in 25 that's minutes. True. Yeah. It should be Catch Up Channel Now TV. Nine. Yeah, we're hearing from our lawyers. <laughs> catch Up Now. We have Catch lawyers, Up Now man? TV. Catch Up Now TV, why? Yeah, do the acronym. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, speaking hey. of Channel 9, there's some scheduling uh, news as far as Channel 9 goes. Isn't there Brett Cropley? <laughs> there is. I was just looking for which one was on Channel 9. Um, there's uh, a few scheduling updates. Uh, Comedy Inc. is coming back to Channel 9 screens. That's a disaster. Ooh. That's a disaster. At 10.30pm on Tuesday the 30th of May. Hide. Hide, everybody. It should be uh, <laughs> Tuesday week from here. Um, also, Blue Healers has its final ever screening... On Saturday night, uh, June 4th? 4th of June on the Seven Network. It's going to be a two-hour series finale. Starting at midnight. <laughs> and, um, Probably. And, and despite what the Green Guide says mm-hmm. today. Oh, um, and, and scooping the Green Guide. It's cover story. Oh, scooping the Green Guide cover. Answered by fire, the two-part uh, miniseries, I guess, starring David Wenham, set in East Timor, uh, on the ABC has been delayed and so won't be screening this Sunday, but we'll start Sunday week. Why, why, why would they delay that? Because uh, Channel 9 have something else on. I'm, right. I'm not sure. Um. It's, it's the $3 million interview. <laughs> so what? The, the two-hour special on Channel 9. Channel with, 2 uh, are just going to show the test pattern. With those minors. Um, I haven't heard, but they announced it on ABC Radio yesterday. There'll be some opera or something. Yeah, probably. Radio. Speaking of hiding from TV, uh, Channel 10 have announced that The Wedge will premiere on the, th- on the 30th, Tuesday, night. Tuesday night, 30th of May. Yes, so, which is a half-hour series. Which Have we heard anything about it? It looks kind of like Been a cro- cross between Kath and Kim and the going castle? to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> was going to say, uh, you know, Kath and Kim and Little Britain. But uh, yeah, you reckon? It, 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 looks, it looks horrendous. Well, I've, I've heard... Uh, I've heard two things. One was that it's unwatchable, and I don't actually know who I heard that from. I also heard uh, it's not as bad as you think, 
And that was from the executive producer. So okay, okay. Uh, and I think I saw a couple of the cast from um, uh, Let Loose Live. Well, in the teasers. Well, Rebel, yeah. Rebel Wilson is in it, and she's she's great talent. She's really funny and uh, and is a, a great character comedian. But she needs the material, and yeah. I just I don't know who's written it. I don't know who's worked on well, it. Well, Ian McFadgen from Comedy Company fame and Steve Vizard are both heavily involved, which to me doesn't say good things. But, but well, they it, could they could have lots of uh, they, they could have two Pufta Stewart characters <laughs> and just put them on for twenty five. People love them. They laugh. <laughs> They're so funny. Apparently, and and this is this is where this information came in. Apparently, Ian McFadgen's work. Uh, Far exceeded all expectations. Oh, okay. So, it, look, um, because expectations so, for him, yeah. Bajan's work was so low. To so, begin it, with. so it was deplorable. So, I'm, <laughs> I'm prepared to say it might be better than Cluedo. That's that's as that's far as I'm, gonna, call. As I'm gonna go. That's a big call. As I'm gonna go with it. Hey, In Star Dancers news. Yes, go on. Uh, Dazzling with the Stars champion Grant Denya, who we didn't mention once last week after the great big finale that week, uh, has. Poured cold water on theories that voting was rigged so that a seven network personality such as himself would take out the series. What did he say? How, yeah, what, yeah, how did he pour cold water? What did he say? Did <laughs> yeah. he just go? He said, no. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> so right. everybody can relax now. But how would he know? Like, clearly, if it was rigged, they would keep it secret from him. It wasn't rigged, Josh. So what they're saying is. It wasn't rigged, Robo. What they're saying is. It somebody, wasn't rigged. Somebody said. Was Dancing with the Stars rigged? And he said, where's the water? <laughs> where's the water? Let me pour cold on that. Give me this jug. He said, it's not rigged. Hey, uh, he, he, he justified it saying that uh, they have so many seven personalities on the show anyways. That's Surely true. somebody was going to win. That's true. Yeah. Hey, there was a uh, real life, thank God you're here, during the week on BBC TV. What do you mean? Oh, yes. Well, I don't... Yeah, Josh has obviously heard about this. I don't have... I don't have oh. any of the details with me, but... Uh, well, I, I do. Alex, uh, Alex, one of our listeners, sent us an email during the week to... Uh, oh, okay. He sent us an email on uh, Monday or Tuesday to say, have you seen this? Radio. And... Uh, and Which I, version have we got? And I replied to, uh, I replied to Alex, no, I haven't... Actually, I didn't do that. In my head, <laughs> I went, no, Alex, I have not seen this. And... Uh, uh, and he said, well, it, it might be quite interesting to you. It is. In my head. It's very funny. We'll put the... So, there's a link there in there. So, so I've, got a, I've got a link. And we'll I've, put the link up on the website. I've it's also got the I've also got We the haven't file. actually described what we're talking about. I know. I've got the file. So, maybe I'll send that over to you, Brett, and you can, uh, you can put it up on the server so uh, we can just have it come off the box. A guy kind of was... Sure. Uh, a guy was... I think his name might have been Guy. Was his I, name Guy? His name might have been Guy. Anyway, I don't. I don't know. All, a all of this a guy was going since. for an interview at the BBC, and like, at the same time, that like was, a job interview, like a job interview, and at the same time, they were supposed to be doing a live interview with a professional something a, around. a commentator about about internet downloads mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. about uh, well, no, it was about it was about the court case, the result of the court case, the verdict uh, between Apple Music. And, oh, and Apple that's right. computers, radio, and so uh, yeah, so he's there waiting for his job interview or whatever. And at some point, obviously, they'd mislaid, <laughs> mislaid the expert. And and this, I, I should say, this is one of those stories where you'd you'd think, if you heard it, you'd think, 
you know, if it was non, if it was fiction, you'd think, oh yeah, that's cute, but that could never happen in real life. So somebody went up to him in the corridor and said, presuming his name's Guy at reception, at, said, "Are you Guy?" And he said, "Yes, yes, I am." And they rushed him through into the studio. Now, if he was getting makeup put on him <laughs> or getting microphones attached, you'd think he probably would have thought but to he, stop it at some point. But he didn't see. <laughs> well, there there are two things. One, it seemed so rushed. That uh, maybe he didn't have time. Yep. And he also didn't seem like the sort of person who would say, hang on a second, yeah. is this the right thing to do? He'd just go along with it, yeah. hoping that it was all part of the job interview. Yeah. And so they, they put him live to air. And the footage of it's great. I haven't seen the whole clip. I've only seen a little bit of it. But you can, you can pinpoint the moment when it actually clicks in his head what he's got himself in for and the fact that he's going to be on live TV and, talking about something. And bless that, him because he, he keeps going through it. He, <laughs> he clearly <does>. understands <laughs> that live TV is live TV. Well, the job that he was going for was uh, in IT yep. for the BBC. And and so he was actually kind of in a position to be able to talk about online downloading. Yeah. I don't know. You listen to him talk. and <laughs> Probably not as much as, as an a, expert would be. I heard that he was an accountant. <laughs> anyway, and he was, anyway so, it's, so those stories it's there, a classic there are stories going around that he was a taxi driver that was the original story that came out of the BBC um, also the person that was supposed to be doing the interview was still in reception watching this thing go out on TV <laughs> oh. but uh, yeah so the first question was you know do you think the verdict will affect the way people download and there's a pause of maybe half a second yes yeah. how can it not <laughs> It's fantastic. So we'll put a link to it uh, up on the Box Cutters website. Uh, can I do some news? Can I? Sure. Uh, what do you got? American Idol. This is back when I, when I said speaking of downloads ages ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, American, we were just talking about downloads. American I- Idol is... Oh, yeah, I should have used that. American Idol, uh, of course, in the States, uh, will start uh, allowing downloads of the songs from that week's episode via their own American Idol site, not via iTunes, not via any other medium, only by their own site. So and actual downloads in what format do we know? Uh, no, but they'll be charging for it. And it's not just watching it on the site, it is actually taking it down. And can can the files be transferred to, say, a video iPod? None of that is mentioned. None of that is mentioned. All so that's mentioned yes, is that... yes, no, and yes. $1.99 for the video downloads and $0.99 cents for just the audio. So now you can buy shit cover versions over, yeah. the, over the internet. That's exactly what... Fantastic. Which reminds me of uh, Shannon Knoll's rendition of half the national anthem last night, or Wednesday night at the uh, the Mundine fight. Half of it? What happened? Did a fight break out? I don't know. He, uh, <laughs> I wish he shared it with uh, uh, some uh, a female singer, who's, uh, Leah Purcell. He and Leah mm-hmm. Pierce, Purcell shared it. Leah Purcell, quite a good singer. Shannon Noel, yeah. So, uh, so it, it, she started, and he finished it off. And then the the last the last bit, the advances that was supposed to be harmony, but uh, almost broke my television speakers. <laughs> oh, oh. Apropos of nothing, three senior media executives have been convicted in court of revealing the identity of a minor involved in legal proceedings. Channel 7 News Director Stephen Carey today, tonight Executive Producer Craig McPherson and former Sunday Herald Sun Editor Alan Howe were convicted this- by Magistrate Lisa Hannon uh, the other day. This, uh, this <clears throat> wasn't one of the minors trapped in Beaconsfield. No, no. no, this is N-O-R instead of N-E-R. Ah, right. 
a minor instead of a minor. Ah, yes. <laughs> I completely <laughs> missed the point of that. Um, Strangely, though, the child still wore a hard hat. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, so the executives have taken the bullet on that one, uh, leaving free Naomi Robson and David Koch. Poor Naomi. Uh, five journalists. Poor Naomi. Judged. She just can't help it. She had. She had short hair. Can't catch a break. She had short hair at the Logies, and then when she turned up to court, she had uh, a huge hairpiece in, and now she's getting flack for that. Hey, what? Uh, she had she had short uh, hair. She's got quite short heard, hair. Has she? Yeah, well, not short, short, but quite short. What's and happened? then at uh, I, I why is this not I in sh- the news? I assume she's got it cut. And then, uh, yeah, and then she turned up at court, and she had hair down to her about her navel, and there were all kinds of critics of that. Poor Naomi. You've got to feel for her. I do. I do feel for <laughs> Soap her. Soap and water. That'll fix it up. <laughs> no. uh, Brett, you, uh, you have some copyright news. Yeah. So the Federal Attorney General, Philip Ruddick, has uh, come out with an announcement of proposed new legislation on copyrights in this fair country. Uh, amongst the proposals, it will only be permissible to watch a TV recording once after that. It will have to be deleted. Oh, okay. oh right. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that, that should work. That should yeah. work. It'll also make a legally time-honoured tradition of lending recorded copies of favourite shows and sporting events to family and friends who miss them on television. So, hang on, it's going to make illegal stuff that has already been illegal. Yes. But it's yeah. going to make unillegal, let's call that legal, uh, the things that previously were illegal, like just taping live television. Yes. Right. But yep. you can only watch it once. You can only watch You're it once. You're on your honour to do so. And then yeah. you have to delete it. Yeah. <laughs> so if the cops come around, just, oh, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah. Which in Brett's case is correct. <laughs> <laughs> what if you watch, say, two-thirds of a show and then you leave it for a while and you think, I'm a bit lost, I want to go back to the start and watch it all. No. You can't do it. No. You can no. only watch no. that last in fact, In fact, the expectation will be that you will have deleted that first two thirds. <laughs> what if you share a video player or PVR or DVD recorder with somebody mm-hmm. and you jointly agree to record it? Then you're each allowed to watch it once. We, you're each allowed to watch it once? Yes. Oh, I, are you I would sure? I would have said to the letter of the law, you probably have to watch half of it each. I think each person, each user... I think only the person that sets the video timer... Oh, no, that's, no, but, that's unfair. But, is a, allowed P- to watch but it. a PVR a PVR is automatic, so... Uh, and, and plus, lots of particularly elder people have trouble with their videos and they get, you know, grandkids or those people to set the video for them. Uh, yeah. That's, that's unfair. That's entirely unfair. I think with your, with your household scenario, mm-hmm. uh, if you both tape it, you're mm-hmm. each only allowed to watch it once, but just say... Ross, you've already watched it. Yes. And then Deirdre wants yes. to watch it. Yes. You're not allowed to enter the room. Ah, okay. You see? Okay. Because you're not allowed to get any more enjoyment out right. of that. Okay. <clears throat> so you're sure that I'm not... I'm the I don't have to just give her an accurate synopsis of what happened. No, no, no. Because no. that's... How, how is that fair to the networks? According to the Q&A <laughs> on the Attorney General's website, it would uh, actually seem that you, you must... Organise yourselves to watch it together the once. Ah. Oh, really? Before ah, you delete it. Ah. Right. It's all very GST again, isn't it? Yeah. If, if the birthday cake has candles on it, then it attracts the GST. 
But, but if, if there's no candles and frosting... <laughs> but of course, the ridiculousness of the whole thing is that people have been recording TV for generations, <gasps> sharing it amongst, them, uh, amongst their friends, watching it and watching it and watching it many, many, many well, times. Don't lie, Josh, Josh and I certainly haven't. No. <laughs> and that's always been illegal. But suddenly we're going to be deleting... Police. Swarm. Swarm. And lastly... And, and the- it'll be so easy to police. That's the great thing about it. And uh, for clues to where Brett lives, uh, listen to previous episodes of Box Cutters, piece them but, together. But as we've all said, I, I haven't watched TV from six months ago. So how the, how the frick are they going to prove what I've watched and what I haven't watched? I don't know. There must be some kind of time it's limit. Ridiculous. Uh, just lastly in the news, uh, because we do love the CW network in the United States. So the Country Western? No. It's, Is it Warner it's, Brothers? It's CBS Warner. Oh, Warner oh. Brothers. No, 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 just CBS Warner. It's the Bugs Bunny Network. <laughs> no. Is that the network with the frog? No, that was the WB. Hello, my baby. Oh, I'm right. my darling. This is the CW, which was the, uh, the, the uh, UPN and, uh, and Warner Brothers coming together. Sorry, UPN and the WB oh, coming Warner together. Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't it be UW? <laughs> uh, well, no, now it's called the CW. Or anyway, the they've announced Where did the their lineup of CBS. Or the NB? Announced their lineup for uh, next year's season. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is exciting because we finally get to see whether or not our favourite shows have made the cut. They're only doing one new comedy and one new drama. Everything else uh, comes from one of those two networks. And uh, great news for me is that Veronica Mars will be on. Oh, it's, fantastic. It's been up in the air, but uh, it definitely will be on, as will uh, Smallville. Mm hmm. Uh, and strangely, Seventh Heaven. But bad news for Deirdre is that Everwood is seeing its uh, end. She'll be very disappointed. Uh, I think all the networks have now announced their full lineup. Uh, there a lot of information out there on the internet. I couldn't crawl through it all, but I'm sure if you you can find a network that interests you, have a look and see what they've got coming up. Yeah, and we'll uh, we'll talk about it when uh, when it all happens yeah. uh, in September. Yep. And there's a hell of a lot more information about the new copyright proposals. Um, I'll post a couple of links on the site okay. so you can read up on it. Mm-hmm. And that is the Box Cutters News. Now on Box Cutters, we welcome to the telephone line the wonderful, the extraordinary, be far too much time on her hands. Big Brother watcher Jess Maguire. How are you, Jess? I'm really good, boys. How are you? Good, thank you. We're we're all good. I'll answer for me and Brett. <laughs> oh, oh, oh is, is, is it just the two of you today? No, 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 I'm here. I'm here. Oh, good. Just feeling miserable then. Yep, just feeling miserable. How exciting's Big Brother been? Uh, I, I don't want to over overestimate it, but it's pretty much the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> It's been everything that Channel 10 and Southern Star and them all promised at the beginning of the season. It's really just going from new height to new height. Yep, yep. Do you note I said nothing of any point in there except for a whole lot of, you know, cliches. <laughs> we, all, all we have you on for, Jess, is, uh, is cliched superlatives. Mm. That's it. That's all we want from you. Well, it's the only uni degree that I have. <laughs> superlatives, so it's good. Now, tell me... Firstly, probably the, the most important Big Brother news from this week. Oh, okay, okay. Well, the intruders. Oh, see, there we go. I was going to say Michael getting fucked over. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you about that, Jess. It'd have to be Michael. Oh, see, I only did, I didn't see the intruders. That's so. It's really more, more the <laughs> thing that I want to know most about because I saw Michael get 
Oh, okay, okay. Well, we can start with the intruders. Well, we have got three three new ones that have popped in. We've got Rob, who the Big Brother website very politically correctly described as flamboyant. Pete-esque <laughs> <laughs> eyebrows. And I actually thought, oh, Jesus Christ. You know, they've, they've put in, like, the blokey gay that no one's going to pick as gay, like, break down barriers and stereotypes and all the rest. And then they were, like, reassuring Australia, but don't worry, the rest of them, you can pick them a mile away. Like, as though that's... <laughs> but he's actually, he's really great. House. He's really like funny and, and sharp, and he can he can really handle himself. I've got a lot of time for all. If he starts being dead or alive, I'll, I'll be pretty stoked. <laughs> <laughs> he's good value. And then they threw in a uh, girl called Jade, who I think is like this year's Bilo Vesna. <laughs> right. Yeah, except without the, you know, I don't know, adorable yet screechy personality. She's just got the screechy part. Um, but she's fairly a bit boring. She's about 19. None, none of the guys really want to hit it, as they say. <laughs> um, and then the third intruder is a girl called Danielle, who's like a, an 18-year-old, I don't know, sports girl employee probably. I think <laughs> recruit most of their Big Brother contestants from. And um, and she seems pretty bland, but all right. There's, there's theories that she's going to be hitting on Jamie a la the Jamie, Katie and now Danielle love triangle which should be quite intriguing but Jamie who who looks like he's had Bell's palsy Bell's palsy? Have you, I didn't even look at his face my friend, have you seen a small child inhabiting his crotch? Insanely <laughs> <laughs> hypnotic thing I've ever seen I, I get emails from gays and gays and girls just forwarding me photos of various screenshots <laughs> And, and I can't say that I reject them. Like <laughs> desktop, my friend. But yeah, no, it's um, he's he's sort of like a really bad Patrick Swayze, but I've sort of grown to like him oddly. And I never thought I'd do that with anyone who has such an affectation in his voice. But I've sort of grown to not mind him. Um, and and that has absolutely nothing to do with uh, the montage on. Adults Only on Monday, where they just showed many, many shots of his penis in slow motion. Yeah, wait there, I'm just going to inhale a bit of cigarette now that you've mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great montage of cock, my, my favourite type. Uh, yeah, uncut, certainly hitting the stellar heights of, of yesteryear as well. Um, yeah, no, uh, Jamie's personality, I'm sure it's fine, but, you know, I'm more intrigued in his lower personality, but... <laughs> Um, a lot of the intruders, Jess, uh, have faced with a difficult position this year in that they've they've been openly saying things about the other contestants that they've been watching on TV. They have said. Uh, so, do you think that will uh, do you think that will come to anything? Well, I hope so. Hopefully, fisticuffs. But I just hope that most things come to fisticuffs on on Big Brother. But <laughs> there's, there's a bit of a weird sort of Jade Bilo Vesna. I'll just refer to her now. Um, Bilo Vesna and Michael seem to have a really weird path. Like they know each other, and he's made a few cryptic comments, like about you know, yeah, she's pretty, you know, hands all over, forceful. And I know from experience, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, okay. It's really weird like that. So I reckon there could be a bit of a connection there. And I think I didn't actually check out the article because I'm not professional, but I did see something on the Behind Big Brother website talking about Katie and Jamie possibly knowing each other in real life. Ah, right. Oh, okay. Did you love that bit where um, Katie's going, like, I'm so unattractive. Do you think I'm attractive? And then he just exhaled <laughs> in a tight manner. Yeah. And you could just see her girl face just dying. Yep. <laughs> and he goes, quick, better repair this. He goes, well, I do usually go for the Bob girls. <laughs> <laughs> The, the thing I love most about Katie is is she keeps referring to penises as wang. 
Wang. Well, see, it's, it's good. Like, I think it harkens back to the days where Wang Chung ruled the airwaves, <laughs> as they should. Dance all days, love. Um, see, this is why we're different, because for ages I just thought she was talking about Wang computers. I don't even know Wang computers, you nerd. <laughs> <laughs> penis, but, but that's the way I was raised. I love you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, she, she does, you know, like to use that word a fair bit, which is quite funny. But Jesus Christ, if you're going to be a virgin to Big Brother house, you had to pick the guy with the Tommy Lee. <laughs> like, I just think she's probably, look, in for a penny in <laughs> it's going to hurt like buggery, so to speak, anyway. Like, I'm always just like, if I'm going to break it, just break it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how amazing was uh, the special with uh, Michael being outed as the insider and everybody suddenly breaks down in tears? <sighs> they didn't expect that. Look, I, I was like on edge I was like literally almost licking the television screen <laughs> joke and my housemates came around and I was getting text messages from people just I, I got like several all at one time including like fry you cock in- <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that people were right into him getting screwed over he's um it was it was really because I didn't think he thought that they were going to I thought they were just going to say there is an insider amongst you and Michael's pointing at people and he's thinking like sweet they're going to have suspicions but I know it's me yep. the insider is Michael. <laughs> his face. And then they played the video clips of him just like talking about his plans. And you could see as he started showing the earlier stuff, people are looking at him going like, you wanker, that Reuben thing better not be a lie, that Reuben thing. <laughs> so I've made up this kid called Reuben or whatever. And they, and then the next, what I especially loved is after Big Brother finished the footage, the only thing you could hear during the live telecast was a beep. I know, that went for like a good five minutes, didn't it? <laughs> It really was. And that, again, one of the best moments on Australian television. Just one long... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ...insults that they threw his way. I was saying a few. So, uh, it, and there were tears, and he ran off and cried in the bathroom and threw a shoe. But, you know, he deserves anything he gets. So. I, 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 loved, uh, I loved the housemates saying, you know, oh, some of us don't even know our father. How could you pick a, a lie like that to say? <laughs> you know, as if he's supposed to know that making up an invisible child will, will reduce the house to tears. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, you should. Last time I made up an invisible child, it came back and bit me in it. Couldn't learn from my mistake. Uh, but the logic, though, in that, like, in just going, you have to be nominated. Like, seriously, he has such a repugnant personality, as if that wouldn't have been enough to ensure eight housemates nominated. Exactly, exactly. He was on going, you know, how am I supposed to get eight people to nominate me? And I think eight people nominated him the previous week without him trying. <laughs> yeah, just, just shine on, you crazy. <laughs> Keep doing that. Um, but, but it's kind of like the same logic of like he went to such an extreme it's sort of like going geez I can't leave the country perhaps I'll murder someone and get put in jail and then I won't leave the country true <laughs> an option Michael but here's another way you might want to go about it so I don't know I think Gretel Colleen feels sorry for him and you know which is a sure sign she's going to try and get in his pants and he gets email can be sent to jess at boxcutters.net <laughs> Please do. If that's Saxon listening, I hope you're waiting <laughs> with your friends and uh, getting contacts. <laughs> See, I, I'm a bit disappointed about the whole uh, Michael being exposed thing because I was really enjoying his uh, his missions and just seeing how much of a cockspank he could be yeah. well, as the weeks went on. And now that's not going to happen anymore. He's just going to close up. Well, he's gone into the dining room. We're going to go home. We went cry, cry, pull out the violins. Then he went back in later afternoon and was like, screw them. They're sensitive bitches. 
screwing things up. Anyway, so now I think he's disappointing himself the insider regardless. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the good twist is that Big Brother's going to put in another insider. So someone who's been fucking morally indignant about the entire thing, like, Michael, how could you? You let us all down. And little Ruben. And then, and then they're going to be in that position and they're going to have to go, like, they better not pick David because he'll have a fit. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> this, this is the same David who said in the first, you know, week when Michael was asking about it, he said, you know, put in that position, he'd do anything Big Brother asked. Really? That's what he said in the first week, and then he was the one crying like a little baby about the fact that, you know, you know, in his world, people don't lie. No, no, look. What? People don't say anything bad about David, see? So there'll be no discussing David as anything lesser than superhuman Milden Boone-esque. <laughs> Thank you, all the same. You won't be delving into that. No, it's amazing. Though there's some theories running around that he's in love with Michael as well, which is, you know, makes me a bit sick. Yes. <laughs> he's a gay, and it clearly is what Goldman keeps telling us up late. Like, you know, those gays, if it's got, this, if it's got a penis, they won't stop. <laughs> in the house and they're just going, ooh, looks like uh, Rob and David are going to get it on. And I'm like, well, they're, they're, they're talking, granted. <laughs> That's how these things start. They really can't hold back. Talk, talking is a gateway drug to sex. Yeah, gay is a gateway drug. That's my <laughs> slogan, gay is a gateway drug. <laughs> Now, just we, we've only got a, a couple of minutes left. Mm. Last time you were on, you gave us such a fantastic insight into what was going to be happening in the coming weeks of, of Big Brother. What's going to happen next? Well, I kind of picked a lot, didn't I? Yeah, you really, you really did. I, I was, I was rooting for you, Jess. I was saying how good you were with your scoop, but these guys just said, "Ah, oh, there was precedent for it on overseas TV." Ah, oh, Jess isn't that good. We don't even need her on the show anymore. But I say, no, no, she's fantastic. Yeah, talk yourself up, Ross. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just worried that you've blown your load now. Oh, look, look. I knew what was going on. I peaked a lot of it. I have no idea what's happening next, though. So <laughs> I can make something up. No, no, if there's a second insider, that's that's another yeah, hot well, scoop. That's, that's good. Second insider, yeah. But, but Big Brother did announce that the other night, so I can't really call it. <laughs> right. It's like the Women's Day School of <laughs> But the other thing that I can say that is actually, I, I swear to God, it cannot be true, but I love the idea of it anyway, is that Mark's chopper Reed will be entering the house. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. What are you going to cry about, you fucking poofter? <laughs> I would love it. I would love it. Not even a beer for me. I would love it. And I like the idea of, like, Chopper and David hanging out. Because I heard this story. I don't know. Was it you guys that told me? I don't know. But someone told me a story about Chopper the other day where apparently uh, a very camp gay guy that lives in Collingwood often passes Chopper and he and his boyfriend were holding hands down the street. And they saw Chopper in his front yard holding a beer, having to sit, looking around his surroundings. And they went, G'day, Chopper! And he said very pleasantly, didn't mean it in a bad way at all, but sort of tipped his hat, well, tipped his head anyway, and just went, G'day, faggots. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, no one tells it like it is, like a toe cutter. Yeah, like a toe cutter. Toe cu- you should change the name of your website from box cutters to toe cutters. See if you get Mark involved. <laughs> it's always been a dream of mine to, uh, to to work with him on radio. <gasps> always, always. Jess, that's uh, that's all the time we've got. Oh, that's fine, guys. But thanks so much for having me on. No, when I said that's all the time we've got, and cut off quickly like that, that was your cue to shut up. Oh. No, we we love having you on, and uh, I can't wait till the next Big Brother update. Oh, I love being on, and I can't wait to give the next Big Brother update. Uh, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Oh, good. Good, O. We'll continue our mutual appreciation society. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Thanks, Jess. Thanks, guys. Mm.
Box Cutters. Coming up in Box Cutters, we have maybe some talk about the Mundane fight. If we have time, we are running a bit late. Some bits and pieces from Ross, a bit of talk about Love My Way, letters to Box Cutters, and next, things you may have missed because they haven't appeared on free-to-air television, but they might have appeared on cable or subscription television. Perhaps you saw them on DVD or maybe through the internet. It's quick, it's short, it's quick, it's short, it's quick, it's I think maybe this segment's going to be shorter than the title. Deadwood. I, th- I, think, uh, I think maybe we should rename the segment. Well, I had a, I had a suggestion today uh, to call it Fatwa, Fatwa from a listener. Okay. Uh, yeah. My friend Pete said, you should call it Fatwa and then for, for, turn that into an acronym. Okay. <laughs> right. You pick on the acronyms today. Well, no, this, this was his... Uh, I think because he said the word acronym about three times. Okay. So it's just gotten into my brain. I was thinking we should call it Under the Radar. No, we should never use that term ever, except to talk about bogans. (laughs) Uh, Deadwood is a show you may have missed. It has appeared on Foxtel on the Showtime network. Mm -hmm. and It's originally an HBO show. Yes. Uh, HBO more and more is just looking like a what-what of television. If you look at the shows that they've done, an incredible list of shows. Sex and the City, Sopranos. Sopranos, uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Entourage. Entourage. Deadwood, uh, Larry, Larry Sanders. Sanders show, uh, a show that I wasn't very impressed with called Big Love, which oh, we talked you about. Didn't on like Big Love. No, oh. I wasn't, wasn't a big fan. I, oh, you know, okay. yeah, yeah. But uh, Deadwood. Stay tuned to Big Love coming up in a few weeks. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Uh, Deadwood uh, is just a fantastic bit of drama from uh, from HBO. It is about the town of Deadwood. Uh, so it, it is set uh, in the four years that it, it was around mm-hmm. uh, from the end of the Civil War in the United States to pretty much close, closing in on the uh, turn of the century, uh, the, which, which is the time that most of the Westerns are set. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks that the, the time of the, of the Western and, and, uh, and going out and claiming land out West was a really long time. It wasn't. It was just a short period of, of a few years. And of course, Deadwood wasn't your run-of-the-mill town. It was a town without law and it was an illegal settlement. Mm. Uh, well, it, it wasn't an illegal settlement. Yeah, it, was. it was a settlement outside of uh, the Union and outside of uh, any territories. So... Uh, Depends on where you read it was or it wasn't. Well, according, according to the show, it's not it's not illegal. They just they spend a lot of time in Deadwood trying to get aligned with one of the nearby territories uh, so that they can become an official part of the United States. Especially because it looks like one of the territories that they're not so keen on is going to do a, a, a hostile takeover. Essentially, yes. so they try and align with the other one. And the thing about Deadwood, Deadwood is it is a gold mining town. Mm-hmm. There is lots of gold in them, the hills, mm-hmm. and with gold comes money to spend. With money to spend come uh, drugs, liquor, and prostitution, as well as gambling. So it's just like Ballarat. Yeah, <laughs> but with more prostitution, gambling, and, and guns. And less moccasins. And yeah. more legends, such as Wild Bill Hickok, mm. uh, who uh, is a fantastic character appearing uh, in the in the first series and you just grow to love him so quickly as a character because uh he doesn't talk very much you don't see him very much but clearly very complex mm. uh, and that's one thing that deadwood really has going for it from the start 
is you see how complex their characters are. Yeah, great, amazing characters. I think that's one of its, you know, one of its major strengths is is just these incredible characters. Almost every character in it, you you know, has has so much to them and is is very very interesting to watch. Uh, another strength of it is the writing. I think the writing is fantastic. It's fantastically written. It's very almost uh, Shakespearean in a way, in that they talk in an older style of English. And although it's jam full of cunts and motherfuckers and cocksuckers, uh, and it is. Why do you context? <laughs> yeah, we've is. got to talk about that off air. The uh, the language is uh, the language is is considerable, even possibly even more so than Sopranos. Yes. Yes, because I mean, this is, it, it just goes to show how little civilization there is mm-hmm. in in the town of Deadwood. Yep. And through all of this, people are trying to build a civilization. They're trying to build a town with respectable citizens, and uh, they're trying to make themselves look respectable while still being able to have as many whores, as much gambling, as much drinking as they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and that's where the problems come into play in the town. And the town itself is a character in this show. Yeah. Because you do see the town grow. You see it start from just being some tents and, mm-hmm. uh, and people talking about the camp mm-hmm. to uh, in the second season, suddenly there are buildings everywhere and there are streets and... Telegraph poles going up. Yeah. It's... Uh, amazing progress to to see how the the town goes, uh, but then you've you've also got characters like Seth Bullock, mm-hmm. who was the sheriff in a town in Minnesota, and moves to Deadwood to start a hardware store. And was he a sheriff or a marshal? Uh, he was a sheriff. Thought he was a marshal. What what difference? What is the oh, difference right. between a sheriff and a marshal? I'm not actually sure. Right. So why do you bring it up? But I'm pretty sure he's, he called himself a marshal. If if your in car batteries if your car batteries dead, you holler for a marshal. Right. You don't hold her for a sheriff, right? But then, if you're uh, if you don't pay enough parking fines, mm-hmm. you get the sheriff coming to your house. That's true, right? So that's that's where that's it goes. True, but he might marshal you somewhere. Yeah, he might. I, I, <laughs> Calamity, <laughs> Calamity Jane, another great character. From oh, this. just fantastic! She is drunk all the time, mm. and uh, and one of the best uh, tomboy depictions mm. I've ever seen on screen. Uh, just amazing actors on on this show. You've got Timothy Oliphant, who hasn't done great work in the past. Uh, what people, has he done? People might remember him as uh, the porn director from uh, Girl Next Door. No, because nope. no. nobody saw that. Uh, <laughs> other than that, he's just he's just done. You know, he did do bits. a very amusing cameo in uh, My Name Is Earl. Yes, as a hick garage mechanic and, and kind of generally i mean that's that's one of the known names that i recognize but i don't know where from but generally the rest of the cast i haven't heard of mm. yeah it's a it, well ian mcshane big english actor uh and people might remember him as lovejoy over several years uh he comes in as uh, al swearingen who has one of the hardest roles i think you know as a human in deadwood has one of the hardest roles, as well as having one of the hardest roles on screen because uh, he just goes through so many emotions in mm. one particular mm. episode. And but it really is his show, I think. See, I think it's, I think it's Bullock's show. I think uh. it's, and it's, 
Well, and the stories that we get are often about the conflict between those two. They are, but Bullock's a little too square-jawed, all-American good guy for me. I, I kind of, I kind of think it's it's Swear Engine show. He, he's a much more interesting character, and he does seem to run the town, and there is more focus on him. You can always count on Sheriff Bullock doing the right thing. That's true. That's true. Mm. Although his anger does get the better of him. That's true. In some scenes. In some scenes. How much have you seen up to? Uh, uh, two episodes. Two episodes. Okay. Right. And so what did you think as, you know, as someone who's just... Because I, I started watching Deadwood on Showtime uh, and went, oh my God, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. One of the problems with it being on Showtime is that they show two episodes at once and that causes problems. Because uh, it's too intense or just catching it? Because uh, they're on different channels at the same time. They're on different... Yeah. Oh. No, they, they, show, <laughs> they show two episodes without any breaks, which means that you're, you you're watching... You're watching two hours, two and a bit hours of television without... It's a it's a Deadwood movie yeah. every week, mm. and sometimes you need to go to the toilet. <laughs> of course, um, yes, I'm loving it and looking forward to going like just racing through the yeah. two seasons. Yeah, so definitely, people, if you get a chance, check out Deadwood. It is available on DVD, and they are reshowing it on Showtime at and the moment. It is available quite cheaply on DVD too. It's last I checked at JB, you could get it for. Between thirty-five and forty dollars. Yeah, I think I picked up my season two for for about that. Which for is a four disc set for a four disc set of you know six hundred odd minutes. It's it's well worth it. Also, Ross, you had some news about Deadwood. Well, there's a possibility that it might not make it into its fourth season. Unfortunately, it's just about it's shot the third season and it's just about to go to air. And about uh, three or four months ago, before you know, before they'd even shot it, they'd announced that there would be a fourth season. But uh, it looks like now there might not be a fourth season. Uh, apparently, when it started, it was running back to back with Sopranos yep. over mm-hmm. in the US. So it was uh, so following Sopranos, so following Sopranos, really strong is, lead in. Yeah, yeah. And then when Sopranos That's had like deal or no deal. Yeah. <laughs> and then when Sopranos had the year off, apparently the audiences fell down quite a bit with last year's Deadwood. So apparently this might be the last uh, the last year for Deadwood. Although David, about to go to air. David Milch has uh, said that David Milch is the creator from, of Deadwood. From the outset said that uh, it could never last bef- beyond four seasons uh, because the real town of Deadwood burned down after four years in mm. 1879. Mm. But I mean, what we were saying before before we went on air tonight, it, it, it probably is a good show to have a limit on it in that way. Yeah, I think I think there aren't enough shows that have limits on them. I think Sopranos yeah. has probably gone on a bit long. Yep. Uh, Sopranos would have been great at a four, three or four series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, make the writers work and, and come up with new stories. Lost hopefully won't go too long. Yeah, well, that uh, that is my hope too. Mm. Uh, and... It would be great to have writers coming out with short, sharp series rather than wasting their talents on trying to create stories where all the stories have already been played out. I agree. I agree. Standalone series. So that's Deadwood. Check mm. it out. Letters to box cutters this week. Uh, one from Alex Tilly, who sent us that link to the uh, taxi driver slash accountant <laughs> slash, uh, who says, uh, fellas, great show again. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> but thanks, Alex. Uh, he spent a bit of time in Nepal and Tibet when he was younger, so he knows that namaste is hello in one of those languages. Mm-hmm. Probably Tibetan or Nepali. 
mm-hmm. he can't remember which one, but given that it's called the Dharma Project, he's pretty sure that it's Tibetan. I uh, I just want to say that does also fall into the or something category <laughs> of languages. And I think it's Nepalese. Well, he grew up there. He says Nepali. So, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, our, our listeners are very well informed, aren't they? Yes, they are. We also had a uh, letter during the week from Gabby, who suggested that we check out a show called Dead Like Me on Fox 8. Gabby, I'm a huge fan of Dead Like Me. So what's, what's Dead Like Me about? Uh, well, I thought I might do it as a, a oh. things you may have missed. I will say this about Dead Like Me. The second season as, is so much better than the first season. As an under the radar. As uh, things you may have... <laughs> it was staying underneath the radar for the first season. But then since... <laughs> and, sex, and then it only it's lasted... jumped the shark. It only no, lasted two uh, seasons. She also mentioned that uh, we were talking a couple of weeks ago about Huff and who did the music. She says his name is Snuffy. Snuffy, Snuffy G, Waldron. Snuffy G. Walden. Or something. <laughs> Snuffy G. Walden, who uh, did do the music for... Uh, West Wing, Drew Carey Show, Boomtown, Roswell, and a bunch of other stuff going all the way back to 30-something. Yeah. he. Uh, well, the, the first time I remember seeing his, his name on the credits was for uh, that, that one with Kevin Arnold. What was that show? Wonder Years. The Wonder Years. Okay. I remember him doing the, the music for that. Right, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, and... Since then, I've seen his name everywhere. He does a lot of TV okay. music. Also, we had a, uh, a letter during the week from Chad. Chad's one of our regular emails. Chabo. Chavo. Chavo is one of our regular emailers, probably our most regular emailer. And he had a bit to say, uh, as, as usual, about lots of different topics. Uh, but one in particular was saying that uh, NBC have declared that all new shows now must have interactive content. Which is interesting. I don't know how they're going to do it. No, but uh, that is interesting in relation to what we were saying, whether it will make any difference here with the lag. I don't think television networks here will care particularly. No. I think if it matters, the online content, then they'll just replicate it later on their own websites. Well, I wonder if Similar it, if to what Seven's doing with Yahoo 7. Talking about the, the lost online experience, mm. um, if, if they're, they're specifying that it's got to be interactive but not dependent on where the series is up to. Ah, radio. Yeah. Uh, interestingly, too, I don't have it here, but there's been quite a few complaints about the lost experience and the subliminal sprite advertising involved in it. Oh, really? Mm. Really? I haven't noticed Ad- any. Like flashes? Yeah, apparently. Really? Yeah, and they've, got, they've set up a whole website and there's some word in there that you, if you search for on the internet, it brings you to, a, you know, it, it's actually lemon spelt in a different language or something and it brings you to a sprite website. And, Mm. So, a lot of disappointed people over the lost experience, unfortunately. Right, and uh, and Paul Jackson wrote in to say that uh, we were talking about Foxtel a, a few weeks ago, and uh, and he was thinking about Foxtel and paying for the rebroadcast free to air that we mentioned. Uh, he said maybe this is a good thing because you can finally get seven and ten rebroadcast in standard definition rather than analog. Oh yeah, which yeah. is what they're doing at the moment. But he does pretty much only have Foxtel. Because his TV reception is crap. Yep, I understand. I understand perfectly. We used to have that problem uh, when we lived in Windsor. With uh, We had to have Optus. Also, just quickly, in regards to Gabby's letter, Gabby also mentioned uh, that she also couldn't spot the uh, uh, lost reference in Mission Impossible 3. And mm-hmm. we had a letter during the week telling us that, yes, there was a reference, the Dharma initiative is thanked no the hanzo foundation the hanzo foundation is thanked 
in the credits of MI3. And what does that give away? Nothing. Nothing. I think, think this is just a cop-out. Yeah, I think, I think it is a cop-out. I, 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 what I suspect happened was he, he thanked them in the credits and thought, oh, this will be cool. It'll be interesting to see whether any lost nuffies pick this up. And then I think Channel 7 probably brought him out and th- and said, how can we promote you? How can we promote this? And and he ended up saying, How can oh, we lie to the viewers so that we yeah. get more people watching? How can we lie to the viewers uh, Basically, again? basically. So that that is my uh, speculation. And that is Letters to Box Cutters. This is Marie Cardi, and you are listening to that fluffy white cloud of goodness, Box Cutters. <laughs> Stick it in the fire and eat it. <laughs> Letters to box cutters is over. Love my way begins. <laughs> Let's talk about love my way. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that intro at all. Uh, there was a bit of confusion at the Logies a few weeks ago when Love My Way was announced as the best drama. Again, really? Or who was yeah. confused? Well, interestingly enough, the people accepting the award, who was the producer and somebody from Foxtel or whatever, Chas Luchadella didn't get up with them, did he? No. Made made a couple of references to Showtime, one of the channels on Foxtel. Now this is this is great for Showtime and how Showtime can show all these kind of dramas and the like. Now the confusion was caused because Showtime doesn't actually show Love My Way. Love My Way, at least the first two seasons, been is on Fox shown 8, on Fox Eight and I think is repeated on on W Warner Brothers. No, no, W women. is the women's channel. Women, okay. Which strangely also has Jeopardy on it. I don't know why. I I'm prefer right M. Uh, but <laughs> some great stuff on there. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, yeah, but actually, season two was on W exclusively. Didn't appear on Fox Eight. Right. Which, Interesting. So it's been channel hopping. Right. So, so, so what package does W come in under? I think that's just standard. Okay. I don't know. Yep. So they have now announced that series three will be shown exclusively on the Showtime. Channel now. What does Showtime Australia usually show? Movies, just and, movies, and Deadwood. Movies and Deadwood. Yeah. Okay, because Showtime in the US does have does do a lot of drama. Well, they did Dead Like Me. They did Dead Like Me. They did uh, Weeds. They did the overrated Huff. <laughs> <laughs> have you had a look at the third episode? <laughs> they did uh, Sleeper Cell. They, they do quite a lot of drama. overrated <laughs> Sleeper Cell. <laughs> they do quite a lot of drama over there. So. Obviously, they're trying to make Showtime here a bit more of a drama, of a Which drama was, show, it was a, a drama plan, channel. It was a plan that they had about five years ago mm-hmm. when they wanted to start doing what uh, HBO do in the states, because yep. Showtime is for us what HBO was twenty years ago. Yep, and uh, and so they've they've been wanting to do this for a long, long, long time, and it's actually back in. Uh, 98 when I was in France that's the same thing that Canal Plus wanted to start doing uh, over there because they uh, they were a, a movies only channel and they wanted to start building their own drama yep okay now this is uh, this is very annoying for uh, Foxtel viewers well, I, well personally I'm really angry about this okay well there's why? two why there's, are you angry about the, it you're not a Foxtel hold on a sec there's two issues to go on here with first one I'll let you handle Brett because you're obviously so angry about it. Well, for for some time now, and I'm not exactly sure how long they've been running, but on free to air TV, we've had Hugh Grant, um, um, no thing, Hugh Hofner uh, going on. <laughs> <laughs> What's Hugh, he talking about? What's his name? Wolverine. Oh right, yeah, I'm with you, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Thank Jackman. you. <laughs> 
Um, spruiking. Sorry, how- I should have said the Wolverine from Oz. <laughs> spruiking how cheap it is to get onto Foxtel Digital at the moment. It's like thirty nine bucks and something per month for the mm. basic for the basic package. Uh, Love My Way has just taken out three major awards yep. at the Logies last week. Yep. Um, it, it just seems like a classic bait and switch operation because you know all the, the Australian public will be kind of aware of, of Love My Way and oh, it's, it's the greatest new Australian drama we've got to get onto that and Foxtel is cheap let's go sign up get it connected where's Love My Way how much do you have to pay for the package that actually comes with Showtime mm. well the, the the thing is as we uh, mentioned a, a couple of weeks ago on Box Cutters what happens is most people don't go for the basic package of Foxtel most people think that they're going to go for the basic package and then kind of go, Is, oh, is well. that because everything that's in the basic package is crap? Uh, quite possibly. But it's also... They get Fox 8, which has got yeah, which quite is a lot of stuff that people stuff. would watch. I watch, a, I watch a lot of Fox 8. Fox 8 would probably be the most popular channel. I think it's next to the movies. It's the best rated channel. It's, it's well, you know, Simpsons kind of, and lots of that kind of stuff. And it's... It, you know what? If, if I can watch Love My Way without ads, maybe I'll like it more. There, there are all, all of these opportunities that they have. But we're talking about like a hundred bucks a month, aren't we? Uh, no. How much no, is for, for the just, premium? For just uh, Showtime and a basic package, you'd be looking at say fifty to sixty. You can get just Showtime. Showtime and the basic package. So you get the basic package plus movies, and that would be about fifty to sixty. But still, a, a lot more expensive than just the basic package. Yes. Yeah. The other issue I have with this is, look, the local content laws in this country have to be changed. I think it's criminal that a multi-award winning show like this is not shown on free-to-air and there is no incentive for them to show show it on free-to-air. And I don't think it should... Obviously, there's got to be a balance. At the moment, there is, there's absolutely no kind of uh, incentive for... Any of the any of the local channels to pick to pick this up and show it to us, and I'm not saying it should count as if they've made it themselves. But let them make let them make their own. Let them make their own. But if, they're, clearly they're not. Clearly well, they're not making. Whose their own. fault is that though? This this has got a minuscule audience. Love my way, and it might be as award winning as you like, but there's less than a hundred thousand people watching every episode. It's getting less audience than Bert. Yeah, that's saying something. Uh it it should be shown. I, I think it should be it, the the availability should be there to show it on free to air. I think there should be incentives there. I think it will help local production. I think it will it will be good for the cast and the crew. And I think that I think if I think if Love My Way started on free to air, it would have gone the way of Last Man Standing. I'm not saying it should have started on free to air. I'm saying there should be some incentive to show it on free to air now. There should be some some way. I think I think it would be good for the industry. I think it would promote more local content. I think more dramas would be produced. If if you say to Channel Seven, produce us a local drama show, they will look at Last Man Standing and they'll say no way, that's too expensive. But if they were only paying a third the cost of it, and Foxtel were paying two thirds the cost of it, and they got some of their local content laws, uh, some of their local content from it, Points. I think I think they'd they'd do it. Yeah, fair enough. In, yeah. in a similar way to how we were saying earlier about the Fox deal with uh, Foxtel and Channel 10, how Foxtel can show the first run of the series and then Channel 10 can, I think the same thing should happen with Love My Way. Yep. No, okay. I'll buy that. Okay. Set it. Done. Box, 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 box
some very quick bits and pieces, Ross. Very quick bits and pieces. Have you guys seen the ads for Thank God You're Here that have been screening this week? The ads. Oh, yes. Last week. Or, last week. No, or whatever until, you're listening. Up until Wednesday night. Up until Wednesday night. Advertising it as saying, only three episodes to go until the season finale. Mm. Oh, how exciting. I can't wait. Do you think there'll be a cliffhanger ending? <laughs> <laughs> it's not drama. There's no big cliffhanger ending. It's not reality. You're not going to find out who wins. It's not going to start and they're going to say, oh, thank God you're here. And then that's going to be it for the season. And we're going to have to wait until next season to find out why, (laughs) thank God, they're there. At least they're not calling it the final hours. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, this is is advertising just gone mad, in my opinion. Uh, That's crap. Yep, it is. Speaking of... Um, speaking of your opinion. Speaking of my opinion. No, speaking of uh, Prison Break. Yes. Which you were just referencing then. Brett, the uh, the numbers for Prison Break were very soft last Wednesday night. Uh, it's gone from being the number one show. Uh, incidentally, that's gone to Thank God You're Here this week. Uh, the number one show for Wednesday night. It's now almost out of the top 10 with just over a million viewers nationally. If I, I understand it's a bit of a shame. It looked like they were going to get out of prison. They didn't get out of prison. Stick with, stick with Prison Break. It's, it's still it, fun. It's still a fun and show. And it gets, it gets better and better, doesn't it? Leading up to the final one. I haven't seen the final episode. I'm one short of the final, but you've seen... Yes, I've, se- I've seen the final episode. And, and, it, and it gets better and better, it, doesn't it? it does really it have a cliffhanger? Yes, and the uh, and the second last the second last episode of this season, I think is probably the best episode that they've had. It's probably the one with the most intrigue. Yeah, it's very exciting. There's some unexpected twists. I mean, I know there's unexpected twists, but uh, some returns, which well, I don't now, want to speak see, too much about. Now that you've about. said, it's going to be an expected twist. Okay, there's some expected twists. <laughs> uh, yeah, look, it, it, it's just uh, it's. Although I have to say, this next Wednesday's episode does go a bit lost. It's uh, it's full of flashbacks, and we find out how all of them got yeah. to be in prison. Which is, you know, it's a bit yeah, uh, not really necessary. But look, stick with Prison Break. Yep, I think it's a great show. Uh, and uh, I've uh, I, I went to the pub on Wednesday night to watch the Mundine Green fight. Mm-hmm. I then left the pub. Got into a fight? No, I thankfully no. I left the pub, went home with a few of my mates. We decided to split the bill on the. Uh, on, on to actually pay for it as a pay-per-view event. First time I've ever done a pay-per-view event. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you didn't watch it at the pub? Didn't end up watching it at the pub because it was so full of assholes. Seriously, you could not move. You could not move. It took... Getting pay-per-views is exciting, isn't it? It is exciting. I used to do it with the wrestling. It, it is exciting, especially <laughs> like if you can... pro wrestling. Yeah, pro WWE. wrestling. WWE. Yeah, yeah. I, d- and I used to... Oh, no, I used to like oh, WCW. War. I used to like WCW. Yeah, WCW is way better. But uh, but I had I tried to do the same thing as Josh, and I tried to get people to come in and split the bill with me, but I couldn't find anyone. <laughs> and I think we were going to do it. You and I were, we were going, going to do, to do it, it, and then mm. you you stopped having Optus. So yeah, yeah. But I did it a few by myself and tried uh, to get people to watch, but they but just is, weren't interested. It is fifty bucks, so uh, you know it is only bucks. worth it. Yeah, it is only so worth it if you if you have some friends chipping mm. in. Was the fight worth watching? Uh, the fight actually was a, was a pretty good fight. It was it was much better than I was expecting. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, I did have to see Shannon Noll sing. That's all I'm going to say. That brings us to the end. Ooh, we're so late of Box Cousins episode 35. Sorry for going over time. Thank you very much to 3RRR, whose studios we use for recording this podcast. You know, we, we did have another letter during the week where I think it was Alex again suggested maybe we could go for an hour and a half mm. to try and really get into the meat of all the, all the topics. 
I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy. With I'm sure there's some sort of rationale for keeping the 70 minutes. It's, I'm sure there is. I I enjoy the 70 minutes. I'm used to it. I know what to count up to on the stopwatch. It's on a CD if you want to burn it to listen in the car. That's true. And if we went to two hours, I mean, we went to an hour and a half, we'd be going to two hours sooner yeah. or later. You don't want that happening. <laughs> Clearly, we've gone on too long already. Until next week, my name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. I continue to be Brett Cropley. Check us out again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Email us, hooray, at boxcutters.net. Yes. And hey, let's be careful out there.